talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. My name is Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boxing P. What's up, everybody? And we're back with episode 62. Last week was our year anniversary, P. Yeah, man. Everything was good, right? You know, if y'all hadn't heard the last episode, you know, we went to go kick it at Jawbreaker Boxing. Yeah. Shout out to the fam over there. Um, Big Mike, Lil Mike, right. Remy. Check that out. If you have had a chance to yet, it was um, it was just fun, man. It wasn't no, we wasn't outlined. We was just loose and having a good time. And um, I think they can see that if they listen to it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we just want to kind of kick it in the atmosphere. Just let y'all see. The outside of the ring with fighters, you right. know, and you know, trainers, owners of gyms, just you just kicking and having fun, man. But um, we back on our regular scheduled program, like we always do, talk this boxing conversation. Talk a little bit about last weekend's fight between Manny Pacquiao and Lucas Matisse. Mm-hmm. You know, is Manny back or has he ever left? You know, his mm-hmm. overall performance. Uh, it was fight week again, man. Uh, Jaime Munguia versus Liam Smith. Yes, sir. And, uh, we don't get enough news on the World Boxing Series. You think something called World Boxing Series would be shown in the United States, you know? Right, right. But uh, we also got another big fight between Alexander Usyk versus Marat Gassiv, and that's for all the belts of cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about all of them. You know, that's undisputed. They 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 trying to get their Terrence Crawford on. You yeah. know, yeah. all the belts. So uh, before we get into it, uh, what you been up to, P? Um. <clears throat> Like I always say, just same old, same man, working, grinding, um, just taking one day at a time, pretty much, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here, man. Just been trying to stay in shape a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's hot as hell, but I still try to do do the do the road work, you know, run a little Ooh. bit, you know. <laughs> I just got back in the bad the boy road. right yeah. there. Yeah, you know. I do a mile or two. I ain't doing no set. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's still impressive in that type of heat, and I ain't gonna lie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a mile and a half, but about four or five in that heat. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you do that, man, make sure you got some water. For sure. Water for sure. Gatorade, man. I mean, I definitely been working out, but I've been indoors for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indoors all day. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I don't suggest that everybody either running outside because, like, I know some people I've been seeing on the news, like, real healthy fit people mm-hmm. that run in these high degree temperatures and they, they die from Yeah, that heat, that heat. I mean, because yeah. it, it really don't have nothing to do with being healthy. It's, you know, how the sun could affect yeah. in, you individually, individually, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. yeah, young people, old people, dogs. dogs. You know, a friend of mine, she got a pit bull. Pit bulls are known to be durable. Mm-hmm. And had the pit bull was outside in the yard, had a heat stroke. She went out there, he was having a seizure. I was like, what? You know, these dogs. So I'm just saying, it's hot out there, yeah, man. You yeah. know. I done talked myself out of it. I'm running inside. <laughs> <Check, man. laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, last weekend, uh, we got a chance to see uh, Manny Pacquiao get back in the ring. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Matisse, to me, he's a durable opponent. Yeah. You know, I don't care what anybody say, but Pacquiao, he was able to score an impressive seventh-round knockout. His first knockout in nine years Yeah, for his 11th world title. Uh, what would you think of his performance overall, man? Um, like I say, I thought, man, he looked looked good. I mean, what, mm-hmm. what, it's really nothing else to say. He looked good. I mean, the, the speed was there. The mm-hmm. foot speed was there. The hand speed was there. I mean, some some power was there, you mm-hmm. know, Um. He turned the guy who, you know, was Lucas for he's Argentinian. Yeah. He's so, I mean, yeah. guys who are known to be a tough guy, you know, he always had that warrior presence in the ring. And just to give Lucas that look on his face, that look of you don't want no more is impressive. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some people 
were, you know, on the fence about the knockdown, but I looked at it as whatever, regardless, he didn't want to go on anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fight was out. Manny took the fight out of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I thought it was a good performance by um, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, I did too, because for me, going into the fight, I wasn't really feeling like everybody else. You know, a lot of people were kind of on the fence. Some people were saying Lucas was going to knock Manny out, but they got to remember the Marquez knockout. That was six years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was just an accurate punch by somebody yeah. who fought Pacquiao three damn times. You Absolutely. know, So he knows Pacquiao like a book. So going into this one, it was like I didn't look at Manny as shot, you know. He, everybody he's fought after Marquez, aside from Mayweather, he's looked good against. All right. You know, he All might right. have changed his style up, you know, started boxing a little bit more right. to avoid knockouts. But other than that, his body language never really said he was done or shot, no, you know? No, no. And it's just funny how the world can turn on you like that, man. Yeah. You know, like I said, you know, the other day we were talking about it. I mean, man, he gave us some of the most entertaining fights in the last decade. And, um, for people to just write them off now, I mean, whether you're a fan or not, you know, it's, it ain't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't right. And we seen Saturday night that it ain't, it ain't over for him. You know what I mean? He still yeah. got stuff in the tank. Yeah. Cause what he did last weekend was what you wanted to see him do against a so-called B level opponent. You know, mm-hmm. people are saying, okay, he not on this level. Okay. So I'm going to get him out of there and make right. him look like that. Right. 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 And I mean, and that's still debatable. And right? I mean, you talking about a guy, Lucas Matisse, who was a younger guy. He's been in there with Danny Garcia. He's been in there with the younger guys mixing it up. I mean, yeah. man, he was the older guy. Man, you know what I'm saying? He was able to fit, uh, take Lamont Peterson out. Yeah, Lamont Peterson. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, for people to just make that assumption, that's that's kind of ludicrous. You know what I mean? Because he, he has been in there. He wasn't, I mean, how you say B minus, but you say, you said C plus. Or no, B. Yeah, B, yeah, B, B fighter, mm-hmm. definitely, all he day de- long. Yeah, yeah, he not All day C. long. Yeah, yeah, he definitely. Like, all day long, yeah, B. B yeah. B, yeah, so, <clears throat> it was a fight that, you know, people were interested in. Because, I mean, like I say, Manny is a warrior. And we knew Lucas to be a warrior. And, um, we, we, we thought Lucas would, would, would do more. Yeah. But, you know, I mean. Kind of show you, you know, the levels. Right. It showed you what level Manny's on because the, the power that Pacquiao possesses, it's not always going to be that type of power that's going to be concussive. You mm-hmm. see the guy's legs go down. You know, right. you know what I mean? Go, go to jelly. It's like it's so fast that the reaction, in you, it's, your brain is just shutting down. You know, like right. The punches he was hitting him in the first few rounds where he knocked him down a couple of times, it was like a shock, you know. Mm-hmm. He knocked Shane Mosley down with those type of punches, mm-hmm. but Shane's got a really good chin, you know. Yeah, Shane couldn't believe he didn't know what happened. He, didn't he, know had what to, happened. he said, Am I on the ground? Yeah. It, it wasn't he wasn't dazed really. He was nah. just it just it was like that well, quick. how'd I yeah. get here? You how'd know? I get here? Exactly. So after taking a beating like that for seven rounds for for somebody like Matisse. And then taking that left uppercut, it was just like, I, I'm done. You yeah, know? yeah. It took the fight out of him. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why I say there's really no way you can really count a guy like Manny. Because it's like casual fans, they kind of go back and take everything they ever said about a fighter. You know, if they watched all 70 fights pack out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they just go on to the next thing, which kind of brings me to my next question. You know, a lot of people have already been kind of saying Pacquiao Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Even you know, whenever you brought that up to me at work, man, I was already. I told you how I feel. How you great feel? Fight, about great fight, great fight. But real quick, and I just want to add one little tidbit on the Manny thing. Is um, okay. Like I say, to touch on, you know, he gave us some of the best fights in the last decade. He's made millions of dollars. Um, it's kind of unfortunate that he still has to get in the ring. You know what I mean? Um, Definitely, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, not by choice, but he has. To. Yeah, he got like, to. You know, to. and that's um, a sad time for a boxer when they're fighting because they have to or whatever but on to this um <clears throat> Manny and, and Lomachenko I mean I love the fight and I mean I wish it I wish we had a time machine and we could have present Lomachenko and Manny of five years ago I mean j- just to see that you know mm-hmm. what I mean I already know what would happen but I still would like to see it but I still think that Manny right now got enough left to expose this kid eh? yeah yeah definitely. you know what I mean I mean, once you look at styles and 
what both of these guys do. It's just like, how can you count Manny out? Manny's a guy, like we said, 70 plus fights. Mm-hmm. I pick I pick Manny pre-Marquez knockout. I pick Manny post-knockout. Right. I, I say either one of them can still beat Lomachenko. Yeah. Once you just go back and look at these guys and what they did, like Pacquiao, when he's hitting you, he's hitting you with this, with that blinding speed. Lomachenko, he's kind of pity-patting you, you know what I mean? And he still gets hit. And as as long as there's a target, like I was telling you the other day, as long as there's a target, Manny's gonna hit you. Yeah, you know. I mean, he throwing five six punch combinations. I mean, something something gonna get in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's another thing. Manny is not he's, he he punches in bunches. So, you know where you got guys taking pot shots all night and throwing at low outputs. I mean, Manny coming with guns blazing. You know what I'm saying? All day, man. All day because. The only fight fighters that kind of pose a threat to Manny, which we seen was somebody like Floyd, mm. somebody that's not there, somebody that's out of range, and somebody that's you know going to take away his punch output. Mm-hmm. But I don't really see somebody like Lomachenko taking away his punch output because he's he's kind of there, but he's turning those angles. But Manny can turn the angles. Yeah, man, Manny got the, the invented angles. I he mean, yeah, those. I mean, you yeah. want to talk about angles? So that's why that's why like I want to see it because it's just. These two styles um, is going to make for an interesting fight. But like you say, the wisdom, the power, the speed, all those things are Manny's favor. Lomachenko, his chin is suspect. You know, he's been dropped. You know what I mean? Um, It's things we still need to see about him. We've seen Manny in 70 plus fights. I mean, we ain't questioning nothing about him. We know everything, the heart, the, you know, Mm -hmm. Everything, you know, still some question marks with Lomachenko. And um, I just think that, you know, no matter what happens, it's going to be it should be, it's going to be a really good and interesting fight. It should be an interesting fight yeah. to me. I think, it would de- I think it would definitely be interesting. Um, I think the interesting part is, well, wait, 140, 147. I mean, this the thing. With 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 Loma do it at a 147? I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, don't I don't think, think so, so, you know. Uh, so it probably maybe maybe catch we might do one forty two I don't know but on um, one forty seven I doubt it because I has he called Manny out is he the one saying this or people because in my mind I don't know about any of that I've just paying these two together you know in my eyes and I thought it would be a good fight you know from what people been saying this is just rumors but like I've been hearing more rumors where they say it's Loma calling him out because okay Manny, that's what I'm saying yeah long yeah, so Loma is calling him yeah, out okay because uh Manny. He actually said, you know, from what I heard, you know, after the the Lucas Matisse fight, he'd be interested in a Crawford fight. Mm. You know, he'd be interested in that fight, you know, because, mm. you know, he is a welterweight, so he mm. thinking of staying in that zone. But Loma, he's he's supposed to be fighting in August, but I don't know who yet. I think right. Ray, Ray Beltron or something like that, but. I he, mean, that's the tough fight. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, um, for Lomachenko, I think. I think he biting off more than he can chew, man. With Manny. Yeah, with Manny. Yeah. You know, yeah. Rigo, all these other guys, they're in a different realm. I mean. Absolutely. Manny, he's, he's been there with the best, man. Like you say, I mean, we, we broke down the resume the other day. Lomachenko was what, 12 and 0? Yeah. Oh, 12 and 1. 12 and 1. Yeah, yeah, 12 and, and 1. And Manny is like 70 plus fights. I mean, he got some losses on there, but his only um loss that, I mean, his only. Bad loss was that Marquez loss. I mean, a lot of a lot of those other ones have been debatable and a lot of you yeah, know controversy been, behind them. Yeah, he's been knocked out early in his early career, in his career, early in his career. Yeah. But that that was kind of like you know just a a young Manny. But since then, he was just like a different fighter. Yeah. And since then, like like we're saying, the Marquez fight is the one that just looked the scariest. But six years later, he ain't look like that. You know, yeah. he's never he hasn't really missed a beat. I mean, he doesn't look like. 2009 Manny but he yeah. still looks like a guy that you won't really have to be scared for you know when he's in yeah there. I mean once we seen him perform I mean I could look at Manny and see physically he's aged I could see the age on yeah. him. he looks definitely different from five six years ten years ago or whatever but to get in the ring and perf- still be able to perform like that's all that matters you know what I mean mm-hmm. he can still perform the body is still reacting and doing the things that it needs to do in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he's been in hella wars and he's going age. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's what's Mm -hmm. even kind of impressive about his body that, you know, being almost 40 and being in the war that he's still 
able to, you know, get up and, and go. Because, I mean, like I say, people think about people's records, but they don't realize amateur career, you know, training, sparring, a lot of behind the scenes, wear and tear on the body, too, before you even make it to any of these levels, you know? Yeah. And that's that's funny you mentioned that because the other day I was watching um, this uh, little interview on Terry Norris, somebody we might have to talk to. You know, he's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. And since, you know, he's done with boxing, you know, he's been he has brain damage now. Mm-hmm. And like one of the doctors, she was just talking about how people forget that a fighter before they go pro, they have so many other amateur fights in that's a lot of wear and tear because like he's had over 200 amateur fights and people forget that's punishment too mm-hmm. right before you actually get in the ring so you take it a toll from your amateur all the way up to professional up to professional you know yeah. so and then like you say even training training for the amateur yeah. you, you spawn you you know you working you spawn, i mean yeah. all that stuff is working on your body your joints your everything everything yeah they say you know 40 year old man 40 year old boxer has the body of a 60 year old man. I mean, and we, we can see that. I can see that, mm-hmm. you know, I can see that off rightish, you know, I mean, you can imagine the hands. I mean, you had your hands balled up and wrapped up for years at, you know, I mean, you know, you're going to eventually have some issues there. Wrists <clears throat> and um, everything. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I guess my last question before we move on is, um, like we were saying, we kind of, kind of feel a little sad, man. He has to fight and it's yeah. not really by choice, but, do you think retirement is somewhere in the future? Do you want to see him retire soon? I mean, just do we, we always just got to be realistic about the situation that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Retirement is definitely on the horizon for him. Um, I, I'm figuring he still got the, the politics to fall back on maybe in his own country. I don't know if he wants to clip this, you know, IRS thing. Cause you know, he got this thing in the U S with the IRS or whatever, right. but, um, I really, I could look at him and see it's not the same Manny Pacquiao. It's not the same fire in him, in mm-hmm. his face after the fight. You just see, it's to me, it's something looks different yeah. about him. And um, I think it's the fact that, you know, that fire ain't necessarily there right now. He thinking back to when he was walking on the dirt road and had to feed, you know, had to yeah. do what he had to do. This is his dirt road now. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I don't want to, but hey, this ain't too bad of a dirt road for me right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the thing with fighters when they get older is like they try to refine that flame or sometimes it whenever they were like 25, it was always burning. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That fire was burning. But like when they get to be 35 or 40, they get a little spurts here and there. And they mm-hmm. kind of mistake that for the flame coming back. Yeah, coming back. I'm, I so gotta get, you got nah, one good fight, nah. you know, like you go look at Hopkins, you know, Hopkins, he unified in the light heavyweight division. But. When you stepped in there with somebody like Kovalev, that was kind of like a different animal, you know, mm-hmm. that you didn't have enough fire to take that guy, exactly. you know. You and that's no fire. knock to him. That's just like it was just, Kovalev's time. Yeah, you know? it's just the way it is. I mean, stronger guy. The young the young man is going to have the, the stronger fire, Yeah, you know, than the older man. The mm-hmm. older man, his fire is, it, he. It was enough to burn these. <laughs> yeah. The old man, he yeah. in there, you know, trying to. Exactly. Some yeah. flames jumping off or whatever. But, you know, that's just the way it is. And, like, it's a matter of time, man. You know, mm-hmm. B-Hop did great, but it eventually caught up with him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then, you know, with yeah, B-Hop is just like time, you know. Yeah. Nobody going to beat time. Father time, you know. So. And, that, and that's why I go, it goes back to, like, for me, and for me. Retirement definitely should be on Manny's horizon because ain't nothing but young lines. And I mean, he was able to get through this, but how many more, you know, after all the wars he's already been through? These guys ain't been war torn yet, you know? These guys fresh, they don't even fight, eh? So they ain't, they haven't, they can't even catch up to what Manny's been through. You know what I mean? So it's just like, um, it's a matter of time, man. Uh, It's a couple of fights. He probably could string some wins together, but. I mean, this definitely should be on his horizon. And then furthermore, you deserve to be retired right now, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, deserve. You deserves, got a castle yeah. in the Philippines. Whatever you got, you need to be sitting back enjoying that. You 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 put your work in. You and know? That's the thing. The dollar over there, it trans, it trans, you know, yeah. translating to bigger, bigger pesos yeah. over there. So, yeah, you could do some things with, you know, a couple thousand, hundred thousand, you know? Yeah. So, you know, on that note, I will say, yeah, I kind of hope you know, man, he does retire maybe in in the next year or so, man, yeah. you know, get one yeah. one or two big fights. Because like we say, like the Keith Thurman's, the Errol Spence's, they don't have the resume, but 
that a man he does, but they could catch him on that day, man. You know, yeah. and that's, that's just how, how it works. is. Yeah, that's, that's how it yeah, works, man. Just, yeah. just the fire. Like we yeah. say, that's the best way to put it. The yeah. fire is bigger, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, Anything to say before we jump on this? No, I mean that's that, that's that's pretty much it, man. We 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 do think it's a couple fights still out there for Manny. He looked good Saturday, but you know, realistically speaking, you know the landscape of the game, it's it's not much of a future for him there. No. You know, I think Loma's a little bit safer than Bud. I want I want to see that. Man. Oh yeah, I want to see yeah, him going yeah. to Bud. Man. I know but. that's what surprised me that you said he called him out. I I didn't see that because definitely Loma should be, and Loma might be more money. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, might be yeah. more money. Yeah. You know, for an easier fight, cause Bud, you know, I mean, he getting there, but Manny Pacquiao and Terrence Crawford, I don't know, but Manny Pacquiao and Lomachenko, that's gonna sell. That that that'll do numbers. On, yeah, on, that's uh, gonna yes, sell. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna sell. Definitely, definitely. But um, going on to uh, this Saturday, we got uh, your man Jaime Munguia. Oh, yeah, Jaime Munguia, the beast. Yeah, he's stepping back in the ring to defend his title against, uh, want to say Liam Smith. Yeah. Cause there's so many Liams over there. I there's know. Liam yeah. Liam Smith to defend his title. What do you think of this fight, man? Um, I'm just glad that you know Mungia. He's showing us the stuff that I like to see in a fighter. He's staying busy. He's um, you know Liam Smith. He's been in there with some, with some big names. You know, it's not just like a tomato can they found out of nowhere. You know, so he's taking on. Never. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just saying, um, Mungia and taking on Liam, I think that's that's not just a, a necessarily a gimme fight. You know what I mean? Oh, no, this, no. you know, this guy's experience. He's a little older, and um, Mungia could be schooled in there a little bit. You know, because this guy has been in there with some big names, and um, but I'm just glad that he's showing that energy that he wants to get in there and fight with with big names and prove he's the best and not doing a lot of talking that so. You know, that's just, you know, my take on he's staying active. What was it last time he was in, in the ring? You know, two months ago, two months ago. So that's what, what we want to see out of a young guy. You know, he's 21. You yeah. know what I mean? So stay busy, stay active. And I mean, he's staying active with names. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Yeah, because I agree with that because, yeah, somebody like Liam Smith kind of built his stock, like I was saying, with Canelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he lost, but, you know, that's still kind of a a name that travels to another Absolutely. name, you know, it's connected. Absolutely. This is like his biggest fight. Absolutely. You know, next to the Saddam Ali fight. And like you were saying, he wants to stay active. Two months off and you right back in the ring. Right in there. You right back in there. So what he's doing is kind of like what Hurd is doing. You know, he's right. trying to weed out all the other competition to kind of corner Jamel, corner Jared, you know, however he want to call it. You know, they all right. kind of, they all need to kind of, Get these other guys out of there now. And just face off against each, each other, man. Absolutely. But Absolutely. since Liam Smith, he lost to Canelo. You know, in the past that was like almost two years ago. He's like fought three more times since then. So he's kind of been staying a little bit fresher. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he 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 is a boxer, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't really see him giving Jaime Munguia trouble, man. Yeah, I mean. Only only thing I would say Ant, is stuff like you just said. He shared the ring with Canelo. That's mm-hmm. greatness. There's certain things that if a man is smart, he can take out of that and capitalize on, you know, just the experience thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see him physically posing a threat to Mungia, but I don't know what tricks he might have in the bag, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a he he he's a wise, older, wiser fighter, so to speak. But um you know, I'm rooting for my boy at, you know, Moongear. I'm a big Moongear fan right now. So um hopefully he puts on a on a whistle name. I just don't wanna I don't want I don't wanna overcount it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause my thing is with mm-hmm. looking back at some of Moongear's fights, you know, he the beast all the time. It's like we're gonna have to see him make adjustments if Liam understands that he is a beast and you know right. Liam goes and boxes. Decides, box, decides to box, yeah. Yeah, because you know, like with Canelo, when Canelo knock Liam out with that body shot. You know, Canelo, he's a boxer too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still a polished boxer, so he's still going to set up the punches, but I don't want to see Jaime just go in there looking for the knockout. Looking for the knockout, you know? yeah. You know. And that's kind of how Charlo did with Trout. He kind of looked for it, mm-hmm. and it never came, you know, and right. then you kind of let round slip, so but but like but like Jaime said, man, he's he says he's a natural middleweight moving down, so he's just a big boy, you yeah, know. That's what I said. Bigger than Canelo, yeah. so I, I just feel like he is going to kind of catch up to him, man. Yeah. What you predicting, yeah. man? <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say, I'm going to always try to play safe and say, I think Mungia should be able to get him out of there within 10, 11 rounds. You know what I'm saying? I think he should be able to close the show within 10, 10 or 11 rounds. You know, if everything goes right, you know. I'm going to say five. You're say five? I'm going to say five. Okay. Knock Chopping him out. five? Yeah, probably. Okay. Knockout, fifth round, yeah. You know, but um, mid rounds. Like we, like I was saying, and I just like to see this energy from the from the new wave of fighters. Hopefully, they can break this this mold, this once or twice a year mold that you know they trying to you know and stayed on the game. You know what I mean? Because um, that's bull crap. That's bull crap. So I mean, you know, you got guys like Mungia. This you know, two months ago he was in the ring. He back in the ring again on TV again. I mean, those are just that's how you do it. Eh? Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like the last time we were talking about our favorite fights. Every time I look at Holyfield, like every fight he had was a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these guys nowadays, they shouldn't see that. Like we always talk about risk. They shouldn't see it as a risk. They should just see it as a challenge, you know. Challenge. Or just, just see it as another fight. You know, what I mean, if you as good as you say you are, there should be no danger in a fight. You know, you know, Holyfield. OK, he took some punches in there, but that was his style. Right. You know, he went in there and did what he had to do because he didn't see it as I'm scared. You know, right. maybe he could have piled up on defense to avoid it. But he was like, I'm still going to do what I do. It's my style. That's his style. Know. You know, and that's what it comes down to. Like you can take on the names, but win how you can. You know, that's and, how I feel. I mean, and, it, it, and when you really think about it and really break it down, I mean, dude, you're fighting in a controlled setting. Referees. You get to take breaks. You're fighting a guy who's definitely within, you know, three to five pounds, you know, generally of your weight. How, what's the fear in that, eh? This ain't no I street mean, fight. Yeah, 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 street fight, this then it's different. Fight. Oh, yeah. man, I didn't want to fight him. He was six foot and 300 pounds. I'm only here. That's different. Mm-hmm. But this is, I mean, but in, in you guys, that... That's your job. You're a fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, you, your hands are wrapped. Nobody going to choke you yeah, or, you know, on, stab yeah. you. This is hands. I mean, the worst man. thing you possibly could do is get knocked out. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the worst possible thing. That's and you get paid for that. You exactly. get you get paid. You still going to get your money, you know, regardless. Yeah, so it's just hard for me to kind of wrap my head around guys not wanting to fight a guy in the same weight class now. They want you to move up and you got to put weight on. That's different. But come on, look what Ward did. I mean, at 175, he still didn't look like 175. I still don't think 175 is good for him. I think 168 is a good look mm-hmm. for Andre Ward. He talking about heavyweight. I'll see what happens if that happens, you know. But he was still a small guy and went up to a dangerous guy and and beat him. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Eh? That's how you That's do it. That's how, how you it. become... A superstar. Well, I ain't even gonna say a superstar. That's how you become a legend. legend. That's how you become a legend. legend. You know, a superstar. You can get on Instagram and become and do this and do that. But that don't mean become a superstar. You know, yeah. But a legend. Mm -hmm. That's how you become a legend in the game. You know what I mean? That's how I feel, man. Yeah, everything you say, that's that's just facts. Yeah, I mean, that's just facts for the fighter. You know, and and dude, it's not. This is the only way I see it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's not no. Oh well, no. This is the way I see it. I mean, I mean, the same way. I mean. I guess if a football player or basketball, if I watch that, I would want somebody to be the MVP. I mean, I would want them to be yeah. dunk. You know, yeah. Th- th- I don't watch those sports like that. I watch boxing, so I want to see these guys, you know, perform at the highest level. Yeah, because like you say, looking at a uh, a legend and a superstar, two different things. Two different you know, things, brother. The legend, he's putting in that work. Two different things, where it brother. comes in, you know, where Absolutely. it's supposed to be. But you know, superstar, you say. They could just look good and they get, you know, mediocre skills and they, they're getting all the the big pay-per-views and everything. Uh, absolutely. But this dude, he taking the hard road with the they, good they fights. Ain't. I mean, Jack Johnson is a legend. He wasn't a, a superstar, legend. though. Mm-hmm. A you know, Sugar Ray Robinson is a legend, but he wasn't a superstar. You know exactly. what I mean? A lot of these older guys are legends, legends. but they wasn't superstars. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no social people didn't really know about them like that. You know, they 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 were stars, but not superstars. You know, these guys today are transcending in other countries and mm-hmm. just you know was major. But you but, know, but but when you say that, think about it. Years later, after they pass, who get more respect? The legends. The legends. The they legends. Then they they in it for a long. Yeah, journey. that's forever. It's forever. That's the difference. The legend. Is forever and the superstars for how long you're a superstar. You know what I'm superstar. saying? But that legendary status is, you know, you 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 retired. You good. You ain't got the you that's know what it. I mean? That's it. But um that's a good 
you know, topic, just, you know, superstar and a legend is two different things. Now we got people in today's where I say, man, fuck a legend. I just want to get paid right now. I want to be, I want to be a superstar. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody got their personal, however they want to look at it. But you know, I mean, when the book is done and everything is over and you put your life on the line for things, I want to be, I want to leave a legacy behind. I mm-hmm. want my name in some type of book somewhere. You know what I yeah. mean? For me, you know, mm-hmm. being an athlete, if you, that, that, that's something big to an athlete. Mm-hmm. If you're not an athlete, you don't care about the Hall of Fame and this stuff. It don't mean nothing to you. But if I was an athlete, that stuff would mm-hmm. mean stuff to me because that's what what I kind of do this for to be yeah. looked at by yeah. these higher level people. Yeah, that I think that's why I love the sport because if I picture myself in it, the people I'm following or the guys that are making that blueprint, you know, they mm-hmm. they start from day one. The day they win a world title, they defending it. Right. They taking all the titles and, you know, they they fighting everybody. Right. Those are the guys that I'm kind of looking at on my wall that are, you know, the the legends, you know. And, right. I, and that, that's how I would see it if I was a fighter. I'm going I'm going for the hard that's fights, how, whether I win or lose, you know. Because even if I lose, I want to say, oh, I fought Joe for you. I exactly. fought George, you know. Exactly. And I broke, got my jaw broke, but I was in there with exactly. him, you know. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it and and kind of just correlate to everything. I mean, and... I mean, the dude in the neighborhood who go fight the baddest dude, he might get his ass whipped, but he gets props for that. Yo, you shit, you was doing all right till you got knocked out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And think about that. That's the thing. Like, if you never face that guy, you always going to, you know, you know, damn well in your mind, you always going to be like, damn, I should have did it. You know, and how, how are the people around you feeling about you? Because you walked away and said there's too much risk. You know, oh, yeah. how are Absolutely. you? How is everybody really thinking about you? You already know, but you know if if you stepped in there, you know, took some shots, gave some, got Molly Wap, maybe you laid down, but you did your thing. You stepped to him. Everybody yeah, gonna respect they, you. They gotta respect that because mm-hmm. I got up in the ring and did this. You wouldn't had a heart to do nothing like that. You yeah, know? I mean, and that's part of the game. I mean, we win some, we lose some. I mean, you 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 can't win all of them, man. It's no, just you can't. Not that way. You know what I mean? Well, Floyd Mayweather's undefeated. If he had kept going, he wouldn't be undefeated. He wouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah he wouldn't be because. Uh, but the thing about him is like Mayweather. He wanted to be a superstar, but being a legend was important to him just as much. You right, know, right from, from his pedigree. From his pedigree, you know, his uncles, his uncles you know, his dad, you yeah, know, yes. the, the, that Midwest boxing deep pedigree and you know lineage and that mm-hmm. that, that I think that helped him out and get. To get to that legend thing, because despite what he might say about money, at his le- his his legend is, yeah. is, is oh yeah, he you know, Floyd Mayweather was crying. Mm-hmm. We won't yeah. forget at that press conference because he didn't feel like he was getting the accolades that he deserved. So mm-hmm. it is deeper than just the money with him, regardless of what he yeah. says. He's he's a he's a legacy guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Just the way he broke down and he beat somebody like Gotti. Remember, yeah, remember broke down. Like it, everybody it, thought it, he would lose the, that. The, the tears of. Of, of, joy, of joy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that was written on his face. He couldn't deny, deny that he dropped to his knees and cried like a baby. And it was just like, damn, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You feel that? You feel that when somebody say, "Man, I worked so hard for this for day one, and I done it." When people doubt of me, I mean, you just stay to euphoria for right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, that's that's why to me it's just like when you see those fighters and you feel that energy form when they got all the belts and they beat that hardest fighter, you feel that more so than just a dude that walks in the ring and beats a note, you know, just goes in there for the show. And then he just, you know, talking about his money, Mm -hmm. you know, the guys that aren't talking about the money, that's, that's the guys that you usually looking at with more respect because they, they respect in the fight game, you know, like what we seeing Jaime McGee doing right now, that's kind of like we're saying the blueprint these other fighters do need to follow. You know, right. just, just being active, you know, taking anybody on in the division. And, you know? and that's the thing, Ant. You're young. Hami could lose tonight or in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's still young enough to learn and bounce back. That's part of the game. At least, right. at least I fought. I didn't say, oh, no, I'm not going. You know what I mean? You want to experience that now versus whenever you 35 or 40, then that's crushing. You yeah. know, then you, you can't never bounce felt back. it. Yeah, you yeah, can't you bounce, can't back, bounce back, you know? back from it. So, I mean, it's just like right now, he like win, lose, draw. I want to stay active. You know what I mean? David Benavidez, you know, win, lose, draw. I want to stay active. These guys, this, this new young generation is coming back with that, that energy that the game needs. And, you know, they had us sitting on fighting twice a year and that was terrible that's the thing too man um if 
if Jaime Munguia is victory, if victorious, if he's victorious Saturday, do you think that he can get a Charlo fight next year or by the end of the year? I doubt by the end of the year, some of December, but um, it, it's hard to say. Um, like I was watching this thing on YouTube the other day and they were talking about like the top guys in the game right now and the Charlo brothers came up and the guy who was doing the video he definitely had an interesting perspective he was like do you know these guys they they kind of made their self known in the game not necessarily by fighting but just their presence their energy and everything and if that's 100% Hami already mentioned mentioned one of their names so mm-hmm. if this energy is 100% that they you know always putting out there then the fight next year should, should happen but I, I don't know because I don't know if that's real man. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying at this point I don't know if that energy that they come with is real mm-hmm. because they not fighting the people that I necessarily want to see them fight right you know what I'm saying and to me you know uh, December ain't too late you know what I mean like if they what, if, December this year yeah it, it's not it, it, if you're a young line and you about line, it yeah I, I promise you Mongia will be down for December. Yeah. If he just fought two months ago when he's fighting now, he'll be down for December. Oh, yeah. He'll be down for oh, December. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he you will. You know? Yeah. And that's why I say, and I can't tell you if it's going to happen because he's not going to be the one posturing and pull, you know, mm-hmm. this. He ain't going to be doing that, you know? Mm hmm. This is when um, the World Boxing Super Series, Super Series be, would be in, coming in handy, you know what I mean? Yeah. For, for, yeah. These, for yeah. these divisions yeah. right now, man. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, you you really need to get some of these guys in there now. Absolutely. Right now. Absolutely. Because all y'all, everybody can't be the best. You know what I'm no, saying? Man, so everybody. we need to find a ranking. And I mean, you might be second best. You might be third best. But mm-hmm. we need to know that pecking order so we can make the fights that need to be made. If, if you, you know, you're third best and he's fourth best. So yeah, maybe y'all can fight. But the fourth best shouldn't be fighting number one, eh? You shouldn't. Last question before I move on, though. Do you think that's true? Like, you think some fighters avoid another fighter so they can just argue that they are the best in the division? Like, say, if I'm undefeated, welterweight, you are, and I never want to fight you, but we never cross paths just so I can just say oh, I'm the best. And I, I mean, for me, that's some sucker stuff. I wouldn't, <laughs> push, but I can't say that that don't be happening. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, something yeah, it a sucker would do, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I, well, I mean, there you go. Definitely, you know, part of the game because – you know, it's the same way like people in life play that game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it wouldn't surprise me that a guy, if in his mind he think you might got a chance of losing it, he don't want to, you know, he don't want to deal with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I say, in the world today, and the memes, the platforms, the things that kind of happen when you lose to, it's a little different now, but I'm just saying it's still part of the game. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. still part of the game. Yeah, the fight never changes. Yeah, the you know, fight of the game, ring, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fight is the same. Gloves and in the, the boxing ring, That's 12 ring, you know, yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. You know? But um, going on uh, to, yeah, I mentioned the, uh, since I mentioned World Boxing Super Series, uh, I want to talk a little bit about this fight. Uh, Alexander Usyk versus Marat Gassif. I just want to bring it to light because mm-hmm. not enough people in america know about it you right. know not we're not really hearing too much about it uh the whole series it took place overseas so the super middleweight tournament the cruiserweight tournament it's all been overseas so it hasn't really got like a steady stream here you know i kept up with for a little bit when i saw the chris eubank fight mm-hmm. which you saw that too we oh, saw yeah. that um but other than that like it hadn't really gotten like the the recognition it needs you know especially mm-hmm. for this other fight that's coming up this weekend like I said, these two names, Usyk and Gassiv, it's for all the belts in the division. Yeah. The undisputed crown at Cruiserweight. I know Cruiserweight's always been kind of a division that people kind of just look look over. They go straight to heavyweight. But to me, this is a big fight. You know, Usyk, if you've seen a man, this dude is 14-0, but he be knocking people out. Mm-hmm. He got crazy power. Yeah. Got a little bit of boxing skill, too, but, you know, he's like 6'3". He almost look like a heavyweight to me, man. Mm. He's got them crazy eyes, too, man. When I see him train, it do look crazy, but he's just really intimidating. And the dude he's fighting to see, he's he's like six foot three. He's, yeah. I think he's like 25, 26 and 0. Yeah, because uh, he was just on, a, um like, this thing I watched, like, the eight hardest punches in the game right now. Murat was on there. So, I mean, the, the, the power is there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The power is crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, the cruiserweight division is kind of like 
for the past few years, it's kind of been like what the heavyweight division was in the early 90s, you know. Not too many guys that are really, really big mm-hmm. and slow. It's kind of like those compact guys yeah. who are throwing combinations and hitting, hitting hard, you know, right. knocking people out. And, you know, I feel like this is a fight that people need to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like you said, I mean, you kind of curious why it hasn't been more, more promotion or advertisement for, for these guys. I mean, if you really, you know, put them under the microscope and break these guys down. I mean, these are these, these guys are legit guys, you know, undefeated, you know. Powerful punches. I mean, some of these guys got that freakish power. So, I mean, it's not like. um. It was full of bums. It's just the name thing, though, Ant. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Chris, the Eubank, he was like one of the biggest names on there. So Even just um, Groves, yeah, yeah, Groves. Um, a lot of people just were unfamiliar with these guys, and that goes back to promotion and marketing. You know, these guys have to. Um, I don't know what it, what a, what a guy from overseas could do to make himself interesting in America. I mean, that's part of Triple G's thing. He's just who he is. I mean, he's not trying to be Americanized and dressed this way. He's just being himself. And, mm-hmm. you know, we trendy over here. We clicky over here, everything, you know. So I, I, it'd be, I'm i curious to how these guys could really market themselves, you know, and become more U.S. friendly. And what you think? I mean, if you don't really speak clear English, that's a big, you know, what's the name? You know, big check against you and it, it, it is it's really it's really hard to say how to market somebody from russia mm-hmm. poland i mean uk is a little bit easier yeah. you know the eastern european is kind of harder like but, but we're talking russia because like you say the name thing like right. klitschko that was like 10 15 years ago and we still haven't found out how to market somebody who became undisputed champion at heavyweight and he's still not really seen as like this big heavyweight figure, like right. versus somebody like Lennox Lewis. You know, he was from Canada, England. You know, he's moved around everywhere, but he's still seen as a lot of the U.S. fighters can still say he was respect one of the best. Respect him that way, yeah. yeah they respect you know? best heavyweight of all time. One of them. But think about like this, and and this is the difference. You see the way they market Vasily. Oh, yeah. America. They 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 marketed him in American way, a sex symbol, Versace clothes. This haircut, all that stuff mm-hmm. makes a difference. It matters to people. Yeah. They, they, these guys are not, not getting marketed that way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Triple G is not getting marketed as a GQ guy, mm-hmm. you know, or any of those European mm-hmm. guys are not getting marketed that way. <clears throat> but that's usually the only way you can market somebody. You can kind of say pretty much like you talking Canelo. He Mexican. He can't speak English, but. He's seen as a sex symbol with the women, you know, same thing. Yeah, yeah, but you you you, you have to have some looks. You, you know? have to yeah. have some looks. If you're yeah, ugly, overseas. you you ain't really gonna be in the sex symbol realm. But I mean Vasily isn't a guy who I would say, but they, they just have him sleek. He's he's hanging out with the in crowd and just doing all these young people things that, you know, makes people makes him marketable, like and mainly to women, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you gotta kinda have that look. Yeah, that that that, for, that look. you know, yeah, for you Eastern know. European if you want to cross over, they they have to look good. Yeah, basically. you have to have a look and you have to have that style too. That and style. It's, it's 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 Lomachenko's swag, pretty much. It's not, you know, it's everything he's doing is let's like, be honest, he got the black swag. Yeah, he got the swag. He got the Caesar. Swag got the Roy Jones swag style. is ours, yeah, period. Exactly. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, I had to break it down yeah, for exactly. casual, you know, let him know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you know, I mean, like so that goes back to like we say, I mean, some of these guys ain't you can't I mean Triple G wouldn't even look right doing that stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know these guys are just different types of guys, but I think that's a big part of you know trying to market these guys over here it's just hard to force that robot stiff image mm-hmm. on america we yeah. loose we wide open over here you know we what i mean over, so yeah. and that that when you bring that up it is kind of like you know shout out to julius fogel you know for sure chopped it up when he said he went overseas and you know kind of sparred with some of the eastern european fighters exactly he said they was like all about the technique the technique he said yeah. it was really Judge, he said it wasn't really about power. Power. It was range. Exactly. Certain angles. That's that's what they're spending their time doing. And you know, and I think it's a kind of a gift and a curse because see, now some of our fighters are so open that they they sleeping on certain things, you mm-hmm. know. And they over here capitalizing on Absolutely. the on the legacy part, Absolutely. you know, the skill part. So it's kind of a thing that just has to kind of go hand in hand. I guess you kind of have to introduce it, you know. A little at a time, you know, and, and find that 
balance for you. Yeah, for you. For you. You know, Triple G, to me, he seems comfortable. He seems, okay, I'm not a big American. I'm cool with that, though. I do got some fans here. I can't speak. And, you know, he seems cool Mm -hmm. with that. You know what I mean? And you find your your medium and rock with that, you know? Triple G is not like a mega superstar. He's not the type of guy you like to see getting interviewed and he's just a laid back, humble, just all American guy kind of, you know what I mean? When you look when you yeah, look at like him. a hard worker, you know, yeah. do his job, you know, he blue collar. Yeah, yeah, blue collar, yeah. you know, do his job, go home, now he wanna retire. Yeah, yeah, I mean? that's it. That's you know? it, man. You know, where Vasily, you're gonna see Vasily in the club, you're gonna see him with a supermodel, you're gonna see he's just capitalizing mm-hmm. on all those different mm-hmm. looks, you know what I'm saying? And um that's that's him. That's his, you know, lane. And, you know, that don't mean you're going to win fights. Yeah. And that's the one thing I'll admit about Triple G right now, too, is like, he's not my favorite fighter, but I can admit that he never really ran around saying I'm the best, you know? Yeah. He's always humble, dude. Like we said, Bukal, he's he's pretty humble. On, always been humble, you know? dude. Always been humble. They've been saying stuff about him. He's the best. So he he never said, oh, I got freakish power. None of the mm-hmm. stuff that people say he about shows him. You that freakish you know? power. Yeah, he, he just shows it, <laughs> you, you know? know? That's what I'm saying. And that's why I respect yeah. the man. It's not a lot of talk. It's just in the ring. He do what he got to do. It's like a blue collar. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to go do my eight hours and go home. Yeah. I ain't gonna talk shit about it or talk about it all the time, you know. Yeah, just do it and go home. Yeah, that don't mean I'm tri- Team Triple G for the rematch yet, Pete. <laughs> we we gonna get into that later, but you know, I'm not Team Triple G yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going back to this fight with, uh, gosh, what's his name? Mirak Gassiv and Alexander. See, there's another Alexander and light heavyweight Gazi, mm. and he just is a harder puncher too. But then there's Usyk and cruiserweight. Mm. All right, so going into this one, man, I, I might have to lean towards uh, Usyk. I think he's a little bit stronger. And like I said, he's just really intimidating the way he be looking, you know. like Even at the train that he did the open workout, you know, Marat, he did his open workout. They said that uh, Usyk, I saw him, he ain't really doing one. You know, he's just bowing and making a scene. You know, he's trying to make himself seem um, a little bit, you know. Intimidating. Yeah, trying to seem a little intimidating, but... um. Like I said, I, I kind of lean towards him, but I wouldn't be surprised if Marat won. But I think it's going to end in a knockout, man. Yeah. Somebody going to get them belts by knockout, man. Um, I ain't too familiar with these guys, and, and I didn't really see the weigh-in, so I can't really go off any body language, anything I saw at the weigh-in, anything like that. But, the you know, what I've seen as far as film on this Murat guy, he, you know, has a lot of power. And you're telling me this other kid has a lot of power. Um. I don't know what's going to happen, Anna, but, you know, I mean, seeing the guy Murat, the type of power he has, I mean, devastating power. I would see, you know, a knockout probably at some point. I I don't really know how to call it, but I could see the fight ending in a, um, a knockout. And I mean, and that's for me, too. Like, I'm not too familiar with these guys because they haven't been marketed. You know, even though I know a lot about other fighters and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they they haven't been marketed that way. You know, the other day when I watched that video, when I seen Marat, you know, one of the eight, eight hardest punches out, I'm like, wow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, they, they didn't, they don't market him that way. You yeah. know, this was a YouTube video I seen him on, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, these dudes, they're, they, they're packing these gifts that you don't really get to hear about. You know, any of these countries, them. you know, there's these dudes who got these really talented in certain, you know, field box, the speed, the mm-hmm. power, but you're not hearing enough about them. And I feel like this fight is just going to go overlooked. Oh, yeah, and definitely that. We haven't had, a, like I said, undisputed cruiserweight since, I want to say David Hay. I think he was the last one unified, like when he fought that Enzo Macronelli. Macronelli, yeah. Okay. And then before that, it was Holyfield. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's years in between. Okay. So I feel like this is one of those fights that's kind of getting overlooked. But, um, if I find out, I'll post it on our Facebook. The exact place is streaming. You know, okay. Shout out to Eric. You know he was he posted a little link. He said it's supposed to be on Twitter live. So yeah, shout out to Eric Thompson, man. Yeah, hopefully if you you know uh, type in World Boxing Series, it should come up. But okay. But yeah, it's supposed to be for all the belts. It's supposed to be for Ali Trophy too, man. That's what's up. That's, that's big, man. Big. But um, anything else you want to say before we wrap this one up, man? Um, not pretty much. I think I think I kind of. Got everything off my chest that was that was on it, and I think pretty much for for right now. Right now you know, yeah. we can talk boxing forever, but I think I kind of got the stuff that was, you know, pertinent or bugging me off. <laughs> you know, not bugging me, but you know what I mean. That one fifty four division, right? You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we would love to see all divisions just heat up. I mean, that's yeah. good good for boxing. Any fight that someone will be good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No matter what weight division. Well, shout out to Evander Holyfield. See, he's starting the World Boxing Series the best he can in the welterweight division with the the, the younger crop coming up. Yeah. You know, he's got something going on with the younger fighters, some of the ones he's promoting. So it's like he's getting the World Series done at that at that level. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully that'll be... Then there's one at Bantamweight. You know, I know not yeah. a lot of people watch Bantamweight, but there's one at that weight. So hopefully they'll kind of be pushed more and more. Exactly. Because, I mean, think about what you get from these competitions. And you get the best always fighting the best. So that's why I say... And they get money. They yeah. get guaranteed... But, I mean, from a fan's perspective, yeah, right, yeah. we can guarantee from 115 to 220, we can see a good fight no matter who's there because the people in the division... We 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 weaned out all the weak weak links. You mm-hmm. know, it's nothing but good fighters at, you know, top ten at whatever weight class. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, that's just good for boxing. Like you say, you might say, "Well, I don't like the small guys," but I like the two best small guys. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you like that. Yeah, you know, you like cruiserweight that is dry, mm-hmm. but the two best cruiserweights is gonna be a war. That's gonna be a war. You know what I'm saying? It's same like with heavyweight. We got the two best guys, but they ain't meeting up. They ain't know? meeting up. You know and. Like I said, we might talk about it sometime, but like I said, they ain't really nothing to talk about. Man. Yeah, like, ain't really nothing to talk about. Know. And to be honest, man, it's people on the horizon. This Dubois kid, this couple other heavyweights coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. the time, it ain't guaranteed. Yeah, it ain't guaranteed, it ain't bro. Guaranteed. And like I'm saying, with these dudes at Cruiserweight, six foot three. It could easily. Knocking people out of Cruz. Could easily slide over. They're going to get in there. You know what I mean? Easily slide over. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, man. But yeah, man, I, I think that's about all I got, too, man. Yeah, like, that's it, man. I don't want to, like I said, heavyweight. I feel the same about heavyweight like you feel about 154, man. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, man, before we wrap it up, I just want to say, you know, make sure y'all subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Jab Effect. You know, like always, we post some good stuff up there. You know, we try to fill y'all in and enlighten y'all on some of the things we know about boxing and some of the things we just be finding out on our own yeah i mean giving giving people you know different looks that's it it ain't you know it's 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 things from our perspectives just giving y'all different looks or whatever so yeah we appreciate the support on those pages too man um definitely um comment like you know subscribe whatever we um appreciate it all and i just want to give a few shout outs my boy roger man at the job for sure always holding us down man support my boy jamar at the job always holding us down you know that means sherry black let's just keep it just don't get yeah give everybody out there sherry black my girl sherry black you know yeah holding us down supporting i mean donnie uh big mike little mike you know just everybody man them kind of you know just play their part now in our movement this year so oh yeah definitely you know uh, like we say uh donnie you got a fight coming up, so so don't be surprised if you slide in sometime yeah. in between yeah. now yeah. and you know August yeah. 16th. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that. We got um, Donnie coming back, Dangerous Donnie coming back. So, oh yeah, but uh, before we wrap it up, just want to say my name is Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boston P, and we are out. We Peace. out, man. Later. <laughs>